Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and today we are talking about Thanksgiving in New York City, and I'm here with the founder of Coming to New York City, Katie. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. So, it is Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. It is Almost. November Almost in New York City in 2021. And which is crazy that it's almost 2022, uh, yeah. almost Thanksgiving. We are just a couple weeks away. Yeah. Um, we, this is one of our favorite times of year in the city. So much happening. Uh, the city continues to come alive more and more every day. Uh, we got a new mayor uh, in the city. Uh, well, we've got elected. a new mayor coming, a new <laughs> mayor elected, and he's taking his first few paychecks in Bitcoin, uh, which I'm a big fan oh, of. Uh, that'll be a whole nother series of podcasts that we do on Bitcoin, uh, and mm. we won't really do that. But he did say <laughs> he might. wants to make New York City the hub of cryptocurrency. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Thanksgiving. I I love uh, going on tangents. Do you see how like quickly he can change to? Oh, you said something about cryptocurrency. Yes, I know about let's that. Let's talk NFTs. Yeah. Let's talk Thanksgiving NFTs. No, let's not. Okay. Let's talk New York City. New York City Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So where where should we begin? So first of all, I think that this holiday season is going to be one of the best in New York City in wow. recent years, just because I think everybody is so excited. After spending last year, you know, not much was open, not much was going on. It definitely had a different vibe last year. And so now everybody is really excited to get back to those traditions that they love and the lights and the festivities and being out. And I just think people are so excited about the holidays and our, um, trees have changed later this year. So I think there's still going to be some beautiful colors in Central Park and around Manhattan and New York City that mm-hmm. sometimes if it if they change earlier, it looks more, you know, cold December because there's nothing on the trees. But I think this year we're going to get some really nice color, which just adds yeah. to the whole ambiance. Yeah, I'm looking out the trees right outside my office window and I got green leaves on yeah. the tree still. So they're going to change soon and yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Um, so there's a lot to do uh, in New York City there at Thanksgiving. Is. People know the parade, uh, but the parade is just one of the many things to do in the city. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We've got we're in New York City, so you're going to get some background noise. <laughs> that's odd here on Roosevelt Island to have a helicopter go by, but that's what just yeah. happened. So. Who knows? Um, so I thought we would start with hotels because that's usually oh, what yes. people look at yes. and think about when they're first starting to plan. I just and got let a text you, message yesterday asking, we've got some friends coming in town. Uh, where should they stay? Hotels. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about that. And it's not too late to plan your trip. If you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'd really love to be there for Thanksgiving, like, Let's go. Let's do it. And here yeah. we're going to give you our opinions. And these are just our opinions. Um, okay. You know, whatever. Hotels. Anyways, hotels. Um, I will direct you to a website that tells you all of the hotels that have parade views. Um, it's mommypoppins.com. And they have an article that lists all of the hotels with parade views. And so it's very factual, tells you how much they cost, you know, where you can see it, all of that. So instead of just me basically reading that article to you, go to mommypoppins.com and look at that article. The bad news is most of them are sold out already. Hmm. Um, So that will be a good resource for you if you're wanting to plan for the future. Now, I will say that a lot of them have minimum nights. You know, sometimes it's three to five, and they can run around 2000 
and up a night to yeah. get that prime parade view. But you know what? If this is like a once in a lifetime thing and that's what you are wanting to do and spend your money in that area, then by all means, there are places for you to go. Um, we did watch the parade one year from um, the Hilton yeah. on 6th Avenue yeah. uh, because my we weren't living here at the time, but the dance team that I coached was performing in the parade, so we stayed in that hotel. And now that hotel is almost totally taken over by the dancers and the cheerleaders and some of the bands in the parade. So it is a busy, busy, busy hotel. Uh, but if you look out your window, you can get a view of the parade. Um, it's not as loud. I mean, you're up yeah. usually on a high floor yeah. and you're kind of looking down over it. So yeah. it doesn't have quite the same effect as when you're down on the street looking at it, but it's still a cool thing. And we yes. did not pay $2,000 a night. We were part of the participants <laughs> in the parade and that package. So yeah. that worked out for us. But. I, I have an opinion here. Okay. I think hotels, watching the parade from a hotel room is for the sissies. <laughs> you got to experience it in the cold, uh, outside with the people, with the noise. Uh, now we'll get there in a minute. We'll okay. get to the actual parade okay. in a minute. Don't be a sissy. Oh, uh, get, get outside. Watch the parade like a true New Yorker. New Yorkers don't watch it inside. I, well, sometimes New Yorkers don't always watch it outside either. Okay. But anyways, okay. Right. So Continuing. those hotels, a lot of them are already booked up. So the hotels that I do recommend, there are two that I want to recommend and then general areas. Okay. Um, one is the Hampton Inn Times Square North. And we stayed there we stayed one there. time yep. before we lived here. Yep. And it's a Hampton Inn, so you know what you're getting. Yep. They also have breakfast, which is very rare yep. for New York City hotels to have. Um, they also have warm cookies when you come yep. in yep. on a cold <laughs> afternoon. We ate lots of cookies. So we did, yeah. yeah. Um, they also have adjoining rooms. So we went with... My parents and my sister and her husband at the time, or not at the time, that sounds like they got divorced, but they didn't have a kid at the time is kind of what I meant. Yes. <laughs> um, and we had adjoining rooms and it was easy because we, Emory was a baby at the time. And so having those adjoining rooms and being connected to family yep. was really nice. Um, it's also in a good location. Great and location. yeah, it's. We'll, and we'll talk about location in just a second. So Hampton Inn, Times Square North is one yeah. to look at. A little bit more budget friendly. Yeah. Um, if you're wanting something not so budget friendly, but a really cool hotel is the, and I don't know if you if you say it, Lot New York Palace or Lottie New York Palace, but um, it is on the east side and it is just a gorgeous hotel. It's A lot of the rooms have views of the St. Patrick's Cathedral. You're really close to the Rockefeller tree, you know, all of that. So it's a beautiful hotel. It's going to run you more, more money, but it's in a great location. But in general, yes. if you are looking to book a hotel for Thanksgiving time, I say get a room between a ho at a hotel that's between 50th Street and the park. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you why. And it does seem like a small little strip, and it kind of is, but like I said, with the leaves changing, you'll want to be close to Central Park. Yeah. Um, and that obviously is very close to Central Park because I think you should spend a lot of time in Central Park when you're here for Thanksgiving because it's, it is just so beautiful and the weather will be really nice during the day and it's a great place to spend your time. 
it is far enough north of Times Square to where you don't walk out and you're bombarded with the traffic and the noise and the people and everything else. Because staying in Times Square is a choice, is not one yeah. that I make. And we we rarely go down to Times Square because it's it's a lot. It is like sensory yes. overload. Yes. And every time you walk out of your hotel, you're going to be just like, inundated with the people and everything else. Yep. To me, it's not relaxing. And I understand yes. you're not coming to New York to relax, but there is something to be said about being able to walk outside your hotel, take a deep breath, and then walk into Times Square instead of just being right there in the middle of the noise. And you have to stay pretty high up to escape the noise in Times Square too. So with all of that said, I think staying above 50th is great because you can easily walk down to Times Square. I mean, it is just a couple of blocks of a walk. You can easily walk down Fifth Avenue and see all of the windows and the shops. You can easily walk to Rockefeller Center. You're right there by Central Park, um, Columbus Circle, all of that. So I think that that little area just says Thanksgiving to me. So that is my opinion. Um, obviously, if you stay in lower Manhattan, there are some really great yep. hotels down there and you can probably get a cheaper price. So I think that's great too. You just, in my opinion, will not get quite the Thanksgiving feel down there because it is a little more day-to-day -day and people working and all of that. The two areas that I wouldn't stay in, obviously I already said Times Square, but also around Herald Square and Macy's. And I know that seems weird because it's the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm -hmm. but on the parade day, all of that area is completely blocked off. So you're not gonna get close to Macy's at all. Um, and so it's gonna be really crazy when you're staying down there because they start rehearsals for the parade um, days before in Herald Square. So you're gonna have trouble getting around there a little bit more. Plus, honestly, that is my least favorite area in all of Manhattan. I think the area around Herald Square and Penn Station is the most scary to me. Like not, I don't know if scary is the right word. It's just it's makes me feel a little bit uneasy. Um, and it just seems a little, not as safe. Yep. Right, and, would you agree? And, and there's a lot of drug use down there. Yeah, um, there is. And I think that's probably where the scariness comes from of what what was maybe more weed smoking is turned into more needles using. Um, and so it's just, it, it yeah. has, and I would say that's a, it was that way a little bit. You would see a lot of homelessness around that area, but but I would say it's become more significant since the pandemic uh, mm -hmm. in, in that area. And I, and I would almost say though, even just from a chaos of New York, that you kind of give that 50 and up, uh, 30 to 50 is probably that range of like, it's a little chaotic. Uh, if you're south of 30th, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a little nicer. It's almost maybe if you want to be around New Yorkers more, they're going to sure. be south of 30th. Um, and then that, you know, north of 50th is where it kind of gets a little nicer. Mm -hmm. so, not quieter because it's still New York. Sure. Uh, but but it's not. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a different kind of activity. Yeah, it's amazing how different a few blocks, how what, what a big difference a few blocks makes. I mean. Manhattan is not that big, but it has so many different fields and so many different personalities um, within just, like I said, blocks of each other. So, yeah. 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 Okay, so that's hotels. hotels. Let's actually talk about the parade. Well, I, I want to add one more. Okay. Roosevelt Island. 
Uh, sure. Beautiful yeah. hotel. Yeah, you're right. We've got to plug Roosevelt Island. True. Uh, great views of Manhattan. You're not going to see the parade from the Roosevelt Island. But but I do think, I mean, I think the reality of New York is you can, on the subway, you know, you could be right next to Central Park in about five minutes mm-hmm. uh, from the Roosevelt Island Hotel or a lot of other hotels. Um, and so thanks to the subway, you can get to other places. But there is something about walking right out of your hotel and being in Central Park or being right in you know, where, wherever it is you're wanting to go. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I would say, too, about the parade and hotels mm-hmm. is we've got young kids. One of the biggest challenges of the parade is bathrooms. Uh, yeah, and so if cool. you can actually be close to your hotel where you could actually go to the bathroom sure. uh, if you need to and, and then go back to the parade, uh, I think that would be advantageous if you have young kids. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about the parade. Um it's up to you if you'd like to go. Some people are just like, no way, that sounds yep. miserable. And I get it. To be honest, we're planning on going. Yeah. But it wouldn't take too much for me to be like, okay, let's not. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's been you a number of times. There's, I'm yeah. definitely the one in the family that's like, let's do the prayer. Let's get there early. Let's, yeah. you know, get the seats. Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm there, I'm happy I'm there. But the initial wake up yeah. and all of that is difficult. Yes. Yes. Um, so you have to make a choice if that's what you want to do. Um, let's talk about Wednesday night beforehand. Yes. They start to blow up the balloons the night before yes. the parade. And so that's something that a lot of people do as their tradition here in New York City is they will go and see the balloons being blown up around the Museum of Natural History, which is on the west side, um, Central Park West and like 81st area. We did that. We've done it twice. One year we did it really well. The second year we did not. (laughs) So the way you do it well is you go early. Like what we'll do if we go is we'll get the kids out of school right away and go straight over there. And we're talking like 3 o'clock. Now, not everything is blown up, but there are not the crowds. So you can casually, easily walk around. And it's kind of interesting to see some of them flat. Yep. Some of them halfway being blown up and some of yep. them already blown up. So it's just a really cool thing to get a perspective of the size and the magnitude of yep. all these balloons. And it was very relaxing. Yes. Now, one year. You're literally like five feet away. Oh, yeah. You're right there yeah. next to the balloons, yeah. not the floats. Sorry. The balloons. Yeah, the balloons. Um, one year we decided, I think we had something. We waited and we got down there when it was like already dark. I guess it was probably six o'clock ish. And it was crowded. I'm talking crowded like you would not believe. Like, obviously, we are in New York and we're used to crowded. This was another level that I've not experienced here. And once you start, once you get in line for the balloons, you can't get out. They have it basically blocked off to where you stay in these, like, pins and you walk around with the (laughs) crowd. It's like It took hours. Like, we were... Cattle being herded, you know, down the path. Yeah. It took hours. Yes. It took a couple of hours with young kids. So, yeah, that's... Yes. That part we will not do again going late because so many people go late and it just... It's a lot. And yes, yes, all the balloons are blown up, so we got to see all of the balloons. But honestly, by the time we got to the balloons, the kids were done with it. And that made it difficult to really, like, stop and take in all of it because everybody was over it. So if you do that, I think it's a fantastic tradition. But go early. Yes. Yeah? 
Yep. All right. So the day of the parade, everybody always asks, what time do you have to actually get there? Yeah. Um, and I think that there are two different ways to do it. Yep. If you would like to be in the front, if you would like to get a good view of the parade, be in that front row, really do it well. I think you need to get there between 530 and 6. Yep. Yep. Um, if you just want to kind of see it, you can walk up at any time, yep. but you need to stay in the back. We're going yep. to talk about etiquette in a minute, but yes. um, you don't want to be the person who pushes their way to the front yes. because that's not cool. But yep. I know that if you go to some of the cross streets, um, so let's talk about the route really quickly. It starts at the Museum of Natural History, okay. goes down Central Park Which West. Which is on the west side. Yes, yep. it goes down Central Park West yep. um, to Columbus Circle. It cuts over on Central Park South and goes all the way down 6th Avenue to Macy's, to Herald Square. So a lot of people will go on some of those cross streets like 6th Avenue and 42nd, say. And you mm -hmm. can stand down 42nd a little ways and see the balloons and the floats go by. You may not be able to see the people on the street or... Um, whatever, but you can hear the bands, you can see the balloons from a distance. And some, mm -hmm. for a lot of people, that's totally fine. They're not wanting to be yep. out there all morning. Uh, they just want to get a general yep. idea of it. And, and that it's a is, cool, the balloons are incredible. Yeah, it really is. And it's just such to a be cool thing. at a distance, but still see them. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the coolest part of the, for, and people on the floats are elevated. So I think the most, yeah, the, you what can you can't see. see are like dancers walking by or the people on the ground sure. that are yeah. walking. Otherwise you see the floats and you see the balloons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? And it's crowded. So you're going to, there's a thick crowd lining the streets, but you can get a good view. Yep. But what we do when we're going to do it right is we get there at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning yep. and we kind of stake out our little spots. Yep. Um, it may be good to have a blanket yep. Or um, even one year, there was a family that had one of those little tiny, like, kid tents, yep. Like, yep. like a little pup tent or something that kind of stakes out your area. So yep. you make it clear, this is my area. Yep. And everybody is, actually, everybody's very nice in the mornings. Yeah, that's and they're like, Yeah, everybody takes up just the room that they need. Nobody's yep. being excessive. Yep. And you get to know the people that are standing yep. next to you or sitting next to you and yep. all of that. So bundle up because in the mornings it is yes. cold yes. and some years are colder than others, but bring some hand warmers, yep. uh, bring, you know, you just gotta bring the iPad for the kids. Yep. <laughs> Even I, if I feel like when you, it's like when you're carrying that like box, that's like 10 pounds, you're like, Oh, this isn't bad. Mm -hmm. And then you've been walking with it for like a mile. And then that 10 pounds feels like 50 pounds. Yeah. It's like at, 5.30, it's like, oh, it's not that cold. And at 6.30, it's like, oh, it's pretty cold. After at 7.30, it's like, uh, maybe I should have brought an extra, you know, yeah. Uh, warmer. Yeah. And so you you can't over layer. Uh, you can, you mm -hmm. know, you can always have, you know, take off an extra hat or whatever it might right. be. And yeah. so over, over warm yourself <laughs> in, in the process. That is true. Yep. And a lot of people ask me where to stand yeah. at the parade. And I think it depends on where your hotel is yeah. and where you're, where you're staying. So, uh, like I said, it comes, the parade comes down sixth Avenue and you cannot cross over the parade route. Yeah. Uh, it starts at nine ends around 12. So if you are standing on the East side of sixth Avenue and you're, hotel is on the west side, you're going to have to go all the way down below Macy's yep. 
to get back up to your hotel. Yeah. Does that make there, sense? There's some subway paths that you can go underneath. It's like very difficult and, sometimes. Yeah. But kind it, of. it's not, it's, you got to really know it though. Right. So I say if you are on, if you're staying on the west side, stay on the west side of the parade route. If you're on the east side, like we are, we will stay on the east side of 6th Avenue. Yep. And also because the trains don't run on a normal schedule that day either. Yep. So, um, they don't run as frequently. Some of them are closed, all yeah. of that. Same thing with buses and taxis. Like yep. it's just transportation is something different and you're yes. going to want to walk back to your hotel. And yep. so if you're staying on the West side, stay on the yeah, West yeah, side. Yeah. If you're staying on the East side, stay on the East side. Yeah. Good advice. Does that make sense? Um, so one time when we watched the parade, we watched on Central Park West and we were facing toward the parade, which was beautiful. And I would get up there a little bit as early as possible because that's where the parade starts and it's going to start right on time, but you're also going to be done faster mm -hmm. too, because as it passes through, yeah, you're going to be done earlier than those closer to 34th street. This year, we're going to be on sixth Avenue around uh, Rockefeller center. Mm -hmm. And that's where we were a few years ago and we really liked that area. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. where we're gonna be. I yeah. don't know. If, I hope that helps. I hope that's specific enough. Yeah, the 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 I've got I've got it planned out in my head okay. of Go the spot it. that I want to get. Wait, are you giving away our spot? Maybe, <laughs> but the well, sorry, I, and it's it. not exactly the spot. I mean, I actually do have the the spot, but it's right. I'm looking to get a corner spot. Uh, so because they typically will have like the streets blocked, like the cross streets blocked off. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if we have the corner spot. Uh, you know, on the front row, then we're going to have a direct view up the yes. line as yeah. people are coming. Yeah. And so in the in the past, we've just been on a regular, like right in the middle of the front a row. Block. Yeah. Um, and so I this year I want to be uh, in a, a corner spot. So okay. that's but I think I'm going to have to get there a little even extra early to get that. Spot. And, and I don't know if you plan on talking about this, but I think enough people don't think about this in advance. Mm hmm. But bathrooms, it's not like other places. And we talk about this other times in New York City is, you know, restaurants, not as many are open. It's just not if finding a bathroom becomes even harder during the parade. Yeah. And so we I mean, our strategy had, or my strategy has been just to dehydrate, <laughs> you know, like just I just <laughs> don't, don't drink, drink anything, anything uh, that morning. And yeah. it's extremely tempting to have hot chocolate or coffee because it's cold outside and you want caffeine. Um, but practically you're you're really looking at a long time um, yeah there was when we were on sixth avenue last time there wasn't one mcdonald's open and that was the only was thing packed. open and it was packed yes. yes i don't even know if their restrooms were open yeah i don't either uh we didn't try that but that was the only thing open like even some starbucks don't open that day or open later so um yeah yeah don't go potty yeah something <laughs> i mean be aware of that uh, because people, people don't think about that because you don't have to think about that in other situations. Yeah. Uh, but it, but it is a unique situation. And if you have kids, um, it's, it's something to, to think about or, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and practically people don't like to talk about it, but people <laughs> do diapers, um, you know, for older kids or even adults at times. Um, well, for New Year's Eve, they do. So why not sure do, do it for yes. Thanksgiving too? Yes. But I will say there is something so magical about the parade. I'm going to put my dad on blast for a minute, but he didn't want to go. <laughs> yep. And I think he's really happy that he went when he yeah. did, because it's just one I of those things was. that 
you can watch it on TV for your entire life. Yep. And then seeing it in person, you're like, this really is like so magical and so cool. Yes. Well, and I, I mean, I remember your dad and I remember him like admitting it, uh, <laughs> which is a big deal to admit that uh, when, when you're wrong. And I remember him saying, I'm not really a parade guy. And I, and I get it. Like on other parades, it's different. Uh, the, the, the Macy's Thanksgiving parade, it really is a magical experience and i remember the girls last time were kind of like and i and i kind of was like no we're going to the parade and they loved it um they, they did. W- won't even admit it uh they're a little more stubborn with it we had the it. best pictures like them just smiling so big they when everything it. came down they the, loved the it street. and they will love it again this year they will um and so yeah and our nieces are going to be here your sister yeah. and her yeah. husband i can't so wait for them to experience it it is it is worth dehydrating it is worth waking <laughs> up early uh, it is it is one of the most special things, I think, in New York City. I agree. Yeah, there's just nothing like it. Um, and just to talk some etiquette about it, if you get there early, great. If you get there late, great. But just don't push to the front. I feel like every year there's that one person who's like, oh, well, I'm from out of town, I and I, I need to see it. And it's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, everybody... Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. know what that oh, person, I feel like. I mean, Karen gets in there. and she... <laughs> Yeah. So just accept your place. Whatever time you get there, if you want a front row, get there early. If you don't, yes. then stand in the back. It's going to be great. Everybody is very friendly and very nice. So just don't be that person. Yeah. Don't do yeah. it. What, um, so, so some people are probably going to ask, am I going to have to wear a mask? at the parade or am I going to show vaccination for the parade or that's a great question and they actually have not said exactly yet I do know that the parade route is back to its normal route so it's not shortened they have all of the floats and the bands and everything so none of that has been affected but the actual city has not come out and said whether there's going to be a mask mandate or anything like that so it's it's outdoors I think it's unlikely um, if they haven't yeah. said any major things yet, made any major announcements, I don't see them making yeah. any major announcements. I mean, our cases are are low. I I think that maybe they're just going to be like, you know what? Let's just do it like regular. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to say like hope for the best. That sounds a little, yeah. I don't know, passive. Yeah. But I kind of think at this point, like you said, it's outside. They're just going to do it yes. like normal. Yeah. Hopefully. I think so. And I think most people that are going to be there will have been vaccinated because you can't do anything else in the city yes. if you're not vaccinated. So yeah. I think there's some assumptions that will be made there. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But that's, yeah, I that's figure people great. will be asking that question. Yeah, that's a good good point. Um, there is a Macy's Thanksgiving Day website that's really cool that will tell you the parade route, the names of the balloons, every, all the performers. But there's also another tab if you have kids. I shared this on Instagram last week that they have a STEM, um, science, technology, engineering, and math section where you can do different experiments and different activities that are tied to the parade. So if you're watching from home in another state and you just kind of want to get your kids in the Thanksgiving parade spirit that week, maybe they're off school, you can do some of these little experiments and activities with them. And I thought it was just like a really cool resource. There's also printable pages with coloring pages and activity pages. So yeah, if you've got kids at your house on Thanksgiving, print out some of those. They can color them and do those activity sheets while they watch the parade. So I thought that was a cool, yeah. cool additional thing they do. Yep. Okay. okay. So if you're coming for Thanksgiving, 
you may do the parade, you may yeah. not. But yeah. what else is there to do during Thanksgiving? So I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving meals. Yes. Um, and two of my favorites that I think are just quintessential New York Thanksgiving. The first one and my favorite is the Loeb Central Park Boathouse. Yep. It is gorgeous. There are windows um, that look out over the little lake that's there. You can see the fall foliage. It's gorgeous. Um, it is a little bit more pricey. It is a three-course meal. Um, adults are $89 and kids are 45 Yeah. But they do have a traditional Thanksgiving meal. And you yes. know when you sit down, you're going to get the stuffing and the pumpkin pie and all of that in a very beautiful so setting. And it's good it's food. So good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the other restaurant in Central Park is Tavern on the Green. And I love, I think it's beautiful. It has an amazing history. The views aren't quite as picturesque, yeah. um, but it is a very historic, well-known place. They have a four-course meal. For adults, it's 125 and for kids, it's 65 mm. And they add a 20% gratuity to all checks. Okay. So it is more pricey. You do get an extra course. But again, they do serve the traditional Thanksgiving yeah. meal. So if that's something that you want and you're set on, then those are two really great places to get it. Um, I, choose, I choose Boathouse out of the two. I do too. So yeah. if I were to picking between the two. Yeah. So some other options for you. Um, now, I have heard that Katz's Deli does a two-hour all-you-can-eat oh, Thanksgiving. Interesting. So I read it on we in an article in a blog. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried to look on their Instagram and their website and stuff like that, and I couldn't find any information put out by Katz's yet, so price and all of that. But I've heard that they do a big Thanksgiving yeah. meal, and they have really good food normally, so yeah. I would imagine that would it would be good. So yeah. if that interests you, maybe give them a call. I may be giving them a call soon, yeah. too. We'll see. Love cats. Um, the holiday shops at Bryant Park will be open on Thanksgiving. Okay. So if you don't necessarily want a reservation somewhere and you're not set on turkey and stuffing and pumpkin pie, maybe go out there. Um, get a reservation to ice skate at Bryant Park. Go around to the different booths that are set up there. Kind of make yourself a little smorgasbord of, <laughs> of like yummy treats. They've got all kinds of stuff from yeah. drinks to, I mean, like truffle fries. And I'm trying to think of all the crazy stuff they have out there, but you could make a nice little meal. It's not going to be sure. traditional Thanksgiving, yeah. but the setting is going to be really great. You can sit out there in Bryant Park and watch the ice skaters and do some shopping around there. So that's always an option. Lots of sweets. Like they have regular food, but yeah, lots of Lots sweets. of good sweets too. Yeah. It's hot chocolate. Um, you know what? If you're not looking for traditional, go to Koreatown. Oh yeah. Get some good Korean yeah. barbecue. Um, they'll be they'll there will likely be reservations open because a lot of people are looking for the more traditional. Yeah. But then also go get some pizza. Like yeah. if you're in New York City, like why not go get some pizza and do Thanksgiving a little bit different? Because you can go back home and have your turkey and stuffing but why not do something a little bit different some just pizza. go get some pizza i mean you korean know? barbecue though you got me thinking about like korean barbecue <laughs> it is always yeah. good that, that'd um, be a thanksgiving to remember yeah right there yeah um but yeah. if you google um uh, restaurants that are open for thanksgiving there really are a lot that serve a traditional excuse me thanksgiving meal uh but do get reservations um do get reservations because yep. things fill up fast yes and you're going to want to have a reservation to get in. Um, there was something else I was going to mention around that. Around food? Around food. 
don't know. I don't remember what it was. Enjoy okay. some good food. Enjoy good food. That's right. Um, and then things to do during Thanksgiving. We have, like I said, our nieces and you know your sister and her husband coming in. And so I have been in trip planning mode because when I have family yeah. coming in, I'm like, okay, we. I want to maximize and do everything that we <laughs> yeah. can within reason. We don't want to yeah. wear ourselves out. But yeah. Some of the things that we're going to do is we're going to go see the Rockettes at uh, Radio City Music Hall. And that show is just amazing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, my husband wouldn't be into it. It's just dancing. It really is not. They have taken, yes, it's the Rockettes, but they have turned it into a full production with a story. I mean, it is along the lines of any other Broadway show, any Broadway show that you would see. There's a story. Radio City Music Hall in and of itself is amazing and gorgeous and decorated for Christmas, but they have um, singers and dancers and performers and the Rockettes are more incredible than you would probably even imagine. Like just the way that they, they dance and the way they incorporate the sets and the costumes. There's even 3d elements to it. And at the very end, I don't want to give it away, but there's the most beautiful telling of the Christmas story and they use real animals and the sets that they use are gorgeous. It is the most beautiful menagerie scene that I've Mm -hmm. ever seen, like, and better than any church or any other production. I mean, it is just Mm -hmm. really gorgeous. So even if you're not into the dancing, there's so many more elements to it that your whole family will find fascinating. Yeah. I mean, the, la- the last time we were there, and I don't want to give stuff away, but some of the tech used, you know, and I'm a techie, <laughs> uh, was some of the coolest tech uh, I'd ever seen in any kind of production. Yeah, and, so there's I mean, something like, for everybody. Super Bowl-esque, mm-hmm. uh, you know, t- type of experience. And so it is, yeah, if, if you're a husband and you don't want to go, deal with it. Just go. <laughs> just go. And enjoy it uh, and don't care how much money it costs because it's worth True. it for the family. It is a unique experience mm-hmm. uh, for, for the family. Um, and go check on Groupon. Some of their tickets are cheaper. They are in kind of like the side areas and things, but you don't have the major fees like Ticketmaster does. And in my opinion, there's really no bad seats in Radio City musical. Um, I think they're all really good. It's um, such a cool unless place. Unless you're scared of heights, the upper deck is really high up. I is feel it? like there, yes. You think so? Um, but the first, I mean, the first balcony is, you know, not that high. No, not at uh, all. And maybe even the first section of the upper balcony. But it's a, it's a lot of Broadway theaters are not that big. Mm. Um, when you, when you actually get into them and you can sit in the, the top and not be bad. Radio City is really big. I don't know how many people it seats, but yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's, way up there. Yeah. Um, I was talking to friends yesterday and usually there is a Broadway show that does a special run during the holidays like Elf or something else, but there's nothing like that this year. So I'm guessing just with pandemic and everything, uncertainties of Broadway, they weren't able to bring something like that back. But there is the Nutcracker. So New York City Ballet is doing their Nutcracker. It will be open, opening by Thanksgiving. So going over to Lincoln Center and seeing the Nutcracker would be a great kickoff to your holiday season. Um, the Rockefeller tree will be up. It will not be lit yet. It doesn't get lit until December 1st, but you can still go and see it and see yeah. how big it is and how grand it is. And the tree looks really beautiful this year, the one that they're bringing in. So mm. it should be a nice nice thing to see. And you can ice skate 
at Rockefeller Center. It just recently opened up, so you can get a reservation there and skate under the tree. Even though it's not lit, it'll still be nice. Yeah, it's um, only like $50 to ice skate there. <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll be, we'll talk about Christmas stuff to do and we'll talk about all the yeah. ice skating options. Um, but all of the department store windows will be up by Thanksgiving. So if you want to walk by Macy's and Bloomingdale's and all the shops on Fifth Avenue, they will have all of their wonderful displays up, which is nice. And as well as the streets, a lot of the streets in Manhattan have, you know, arches that go over the streets or um, mm -hmm. like Fifth Avenue has the big... Swarovski snowflake that hangs down. I think it's Swarovski snowflake that hangs down. And yeah, so a lot of streets are yeah. decked out with decorations too. The, the Macy's windows, I think, are the must-see. Absolutely. Know, it's, it's a make sure you do that if yeah. you're here yeah. on Thanksgiving. And like I said before, Central Park is going to be gorgeous. And so far, that week looks really nice. There doesn't seem to be any rain in the forecast. So I would go grab a hot dog from a cart and go hang out in Central Park and yeah. just walk. We could spend days in Central Park and not see everything and not feel bored because you can go explore waterfalls or big open areas or climb the rocks or there's just so much to do. So yes. Central Park at Thanksgiving, if I have not made that clear enough already, I think is a must do. I've got a food uh, addition, okay. sorry. Yeah. Warm nuts. When you see the, the <laughs> hot peanuts, hot nuts, get a bag. They're nuts $2. for nuts. Nuts for nuts. Candy. I think it's worth the extra dollar cashews. for the cashews. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a little food item to get yeah. while you're here. Yeah. So, sorry for the tangent. No, no, you're good. So, you know, that's those are my main points for Thanksgiving. If you have yeah. any questions, please re reach out to me on Instagram. I try to check my DMs as much as possible, you know, a couple times a week. So reach out to me there if you have a specific question. I'm always happy to help. But like I said at the very beginning of this, I think that this Thanksgiving and this holiday season is just going to be amazing in New York City. And it is definitely not too late to make plans to come. Yep. So follow Katie at coming to NYC on Instagram at coming to NYC. Uh, if you're not yet following her, DM her. Uh, she's you know, basically the host to the city. Uh, if you have any questions as you prepare your trip, uh, she is here and wants to help. Uh, that's what she loves doing. And that's why we do this podcast. And, um, and, and so, yeah, we're, we're here to help. Uh, and by we, I mean, she uh, is here to help. And so we appreciate you listening uh, to the podcast. And, um, and yeah, we hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving, whether it's here in New York City or wherever it is. Uh, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you again on the next episode.